Uh, we're here today in the Flumadiddle, Teleport, and Plaza in Gaston, Alabama, and I'm here with my Woo-hoo! buddy, John. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing today, John? I'm doing pretty good, Keith. How are you doing today? I am super excited about this podcast, that's for sure, man. Absolutely, man. We're going to talk about some funny dudes tonight, but first we just want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast. We've uh, we've made a good start here, I think, man, so I'm excited about the good things to come. I am too, man, and... Uh, so let me ask you this, John. What if I started out this podcast by just slapping you right upside the head? Man, I'd slap you right upside your head too. Would that and that would be funny, maybe. Or it, maybe, maybe it not. might be. And and there's some people who made a lot of money doing that kind of stuff. That sounds a little slapstick to me, man. It's slapstick comedy. That's it, man. And we are talking about today the three stooges. Man, I love me some freaking stooges. I used to watch them when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, love them. Yeah, so did, so I actually had to watch a little bit in preparation for this podcast because I did not watch them that much as a kid. Man, I watched them all the time. Love it. So what you think about it, man? Did you watch any in prep, too? I unfortunately have not watched any in prep, but I have like real strong visuals in my imaginative brain. So you think if you watched stages. it like right now, you'd still enjoy it? Oh, heck yeah. I, was, I wasn't a huge fan, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. It was, oh, I love it. It was kind of terrible. <laughs> I kind of wanted to like shoot myself or something, but I'll be honest with you though. I see the art in it. And I'll tell you this, my nine year old boy was watching it with me when I was prepping and he was enthralled in it. I mean, really? he was not peeling his eyes and he just had this like smirk of amusement on his face the whole time he was watching. I didn't hear him laugh out loud at all, but it was just like this smirk of amusement the whole time. I bet so, my boy would love it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, very very popular show for many many years so obviously Absolutely. they did something right so show did and you mentioned it's slapstick comedy mm-hmm. so what is slapstick comedy john it's a real physical comedy lots of pratfalls people getting knocked upside the head flopping on their backs falling off buildings buster keaton type stuff i think old black and white movie even yeah. uh even what do you call it like silent movies or somebody in a more modern day like a Jim Carrey. He's done a lot of slapstick stuff, yes. like his early Ace Ventura type stuff. And you had kinda, some of those elements. You kind of think slapstick comedy might be more funny for kids, but I think everybody enjoys it. I mean, it's, you know, I thought I had to write some skits here recently for um, our vacation Bible school. And I've always been a little bit scared of writing comedy because I really thought that was the one thing I wouldn't be good at. I mean, it just seems hard to me to to make people laugh although i do it you know in situations right but, exactly but trying to think of something and write it that just seems hard so i went keith to, i'm laughing right now just uh, just looking at just you. looking I'm at laughing. my goofy face right <laughs> but uh I, that's what i actually went to though was slapstick because i was like you can't go wrong you exactly know? and so i was thinking you know what makes people laugh well i mean hey anybody gets electrocuted it's hilarious and who, and who you doesn't know? like a good swinging paint bucket to the face exactly i did that actually it was a, it was a board <laughs> But I knocked some folks out with a board. They're just going back and forth, you know. They're trying to dodge it, and it exactly. didn't work. I mean, it, it was hilarious. So, hey, let me ask you a question real quick. Can you think of a more modern, or at least modern within the last 20, 30 years, Christmas movie that has a lot of slapstick elements in it? Heck, yeah. Probably my favorite, if we're thinking of the same one. Some Will Ferrell. Okay, well, that's good, too. Elf. Elf, oh, yeah. I love Elf. That's definitely got some slapstick comedy in it. It does, and I like some Home Alone. Home Alone, he's jacking yeah. up that's Joe all Pesci slapstick, and them. Yeah. That's got a lot of stuff going on there. My mom's favorite part is when that spider's on his chest, and he has that crazy scream. That is a classic movie scream. It is. Scream. Absolutely, man. So let's see. Um, 
one thing that helped us do this podcast is uh, we're kind of looking at a poster that's in my room, in my office, actually. Yeah. And you gave me that poster. It has some significance to it. What's that I did, actually, knowing that I was a big fan of the Stooges, my mother got me that poster several years ago before she passed away, and I had it hanging in my previous office prior to our working together and i didn't really have a place to hang it up so i offered it up and you were like heck yeah yeah i love the way it looks it's got the old black and white with columbia pictures on top it's really cool and that's special too if you'd give me that and uh to let me use in my office man absolutely man. Um, appreciate it so slapstick comedy they they say it's farce and slapstick type comedy it started out as an act really rather than a show like during the vaudeville days you're talking about yeah vaudeville comedy or vaudeville uh act like you said it's a it was a stage performance where they have just different acts and um i guess you know i guess to explain it to our listeners the best way to explain it maybe like johnny carson or carol burnett yeah, variety shows. Variety like show. That. But it was on stage, though. So you just have these different acts come out and do their thing. And it could be anything. You know, it could be like somebody juggling bowling pins. To, but in this case, it was a comedy act. And so what what happened, John, in that uh, comedy act, you know? Well, there was a dude named Ted Healy. He started out this act singing, telling jokes, and he had these assistants that would constantly be interrupting him. Right. And those assistants were? I believe it started with Mo and with uh, his brother, Shimp. 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 Right. You know, I didn't never used to think of Shimp as one of the originals, but apparently he's one of the brothers. Yeah. So he's an original. Right. We're going to talk about each character, too, because really that's what makes a show is the characters. So um, my understanding is that part of the shtick was is these assistants would be constantly interrupting Healy while he was performing his show and, and what happened at that juncture. Yeah, I actually watched a YouTube video of it in prep for this podcast. And I, I'll be honest with you, I enjoyed the vaudeville act more than I enjoyed the show. <laughs> I actually thought it was kind of funny. Um, he was trying to sing, and they just kept like – they would just be goofing off and bump into him, and, and they're just kind of interrupting and drawing the attention of the crowd to themselves. So they'd be fighting right. or whatever and doing all this slapstick stuff, and it would make him mad because he wanted the attention on him, and he's trying Heck to yeah. perform his singing, you know? So then he Absolutely. would he'd hit him upside the head to get him stopped, you know? He'd, he'd physically abuse him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I actually enjoyed it a little more than I did the actual show. But, That's um, cool. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's cool, and yeah, I, I suggest the uh, listeners go check that out too. You can YouTube it. Um, so characters, man. That's what makes a show. That's Who, it. Who's your favorite character, John? You told me before. Curly. Curly. Let's start with him then. There were six people over the course of the show that played the Stooges, but only three were active at one time. So right. There's always exactly. there's always only three Stooges. So let me see if I can guess who we got. We of course right. we got Mo. We got Larry. We got Curly, we got Shimp, we got Curly Joe. I'm only coming up with five, man. And there's Joe Besser. Joe Besser. I'd probably know him if I saw him. Right. Yeah, well, there's a reason why you don't remember him. because <laughs> he sucked and nobody okay. really liked him. Okay. So. Well, that's good enough. Yeah. I don't need to worry about him then. No, we probably won't even talk much about him. He, he had, let's just say this, he had the part for two years of Curly and he was not well received. I got you. So the the ones that were most well received was um, Mo's brother, Jerome Howard. He was the one that everybody knows. He was there during the Columbia years. Is that Curly? That's Curly. Man, that's the Curly you know. We know Curly. Yeah. And then the other one was Joe Dorita. 
and he was he was pretty good too. Let's start with uh, Jerome. All right, Jerome. Uh, interesting story on what? how he got the name Curly. All right, you remember how that happened? I think I told you once before. I do not. All right, so he comes in to show uh, Shimp that he could do the part. All right, Moe's like, hey, we, we want him to be a stooge, and Shimp's like, he just don't look funny. He's not stoogy enough. He's not stoogy enough. He's not funny. So he literally walked out of the studio, shaved his head, and come back in. And, and he said, funnier. And he looked funny. And then he said, <laughs> that's dedication, ain't it? He said, there boy, I look girly. And Ted thought he said curly. All right. And so it always stuck after that. So that's how they got his name. Bada bing, bada boom. Curly. He's the man. So he's been hailed as the most popular by critics. And, um, you know, that's kind of up for debate. There's a lot of people like that Joe Dorita, too. So, But most people, I think, agree that Curly's the Jerome man. was the man, yeah, for Curly. So um, he did have some personal problems, though. Oh, don't we all? We'll dive into that a little bit. All right, let's talk about old Curly. You know, as is common with human beings in general, he uh, he felt that that shaved head made him less attractive to the ladies, I believe. Right, and I don't understand that. I shaved my head one time, man, and I look beautiful. I don't, Absolutely. I, mean, I know buddy, my buddy of mine, Matt, he could have a thick, beautiful head of hair, unlike myself, mm-hmm. and he's been shaving his head for years, but apparently his lady loves it, so right. that works I mean, for him. Me and John both are a little follically challenged, but we make it look Not sexy, much, we so do. we just don't we really do. relate with this, but... Apparently he uh he he thought it made him not very attractive to the ladies. So, all right. So next, I think uh, it led him to excessive drinking and binge eating, often in public, which was about seven months out of the year. Yeah. So, so he's like, tearing it up. Right. Seven, seven out of twelve. Yeah. So they're out in the public arena about seven months because they're recording about three uh, about five. <laughs> I can't do my math. <laughs> <laughs> 12 on your 10 minutes, 5. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Absolutely. All right, so they record about five months. So the seven months that um, that they're out in public, a lot of times he was drunk, and it led to a lot of problems. All right. So he had three failed marriages. That didn't work out too much for him. Right. So he also alcohol had, leads to stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Times. Absolutely. And so it, it so also – what about his health in general? Yeah, I mean, obviously alcohol also leads to – Health problems, his, his performance began to suffer, and he ended up stru- suffering a stroke, and uh, that ended his 14-year career. So he had 14 years as Curly, which was the most of any Curly. And I think the biggest thing to notice, he was there during those Columbia years, the 190 out of 220 episodes that you that were out there absolutely was done. So, And that's where the poster, like the closing credits – Right, uh, that you see that Columbia thing across the three of them. Yep, that's classic stuff, man. So he's probably most remembered as the third stooge because he was the best, and you know everybody liked him the most. So, so he's definitely the most famous, we would say. But we got some others, man. Let's talk about some more stooges. Now, let me tell you, say this because we haven't said as much about um, like Mo and Larry because they're there from the beginning. Everybody knows Mo and Larry; they're always there. So we're kind of hitting on the ones that talking a little bit about that third stooge. Right, yeah. And Joe Besser, actually, if you want to say anything about him, we say we were going to mention him. Yeah, that he had we two don't years. even have to. But well, if, if the one good thing that did come out of, of him, though, is that while he was there, Larry actually was able to come to the forefront a little more. Because before that, Larry was like a background character. Right. But so because he was so bad. 
they had to pull Larry up to the front and let him. And actually, during that time, Larry actually had a film that focused mainly on him. And so that kind of brought him out to the forefront. Right, right. That's one good thing that came out of him. But mm-hmm. uh, the other Curly it was Curly Joe. Curly Joe. I remember Curly Joe. He was also very good at his job. He was very well received. I mean, okay. I mean, Mo kind of hit it right, right off the bat. He knew that the popular years of Curly was with his brother with his shaved head. So he had Curly Joe shave his head to kind of look like um, smart move. Drum. Smart move. Yeah. So, um, and he did a good job. And he was there for twelve years, which was almost as long as Jerome. Oh, okay, so he was there a long time. And during that the time that he was there, they actually made six full length feature films now i never saw so many of their full-length films i didn't care for those as much i usually watch the shorts so i think of the columbia shorts as my primary thing yeah i don't know if i could suffer through more than one of the shorts to be honest with you all right so shimp would be the next person we talk about we did mention them briefly but shimp was uh, mo and jerome's brother and um he was there at the beginning, and so he was the original third stooge, which, I mean, that's kind of a misnomer because he was technically there three years before Larry Fine. So he was the second stooge yeah. instead of the third stooge. But, I mean, it's it's easy to think of— He was Healy's assistant. Right. It's easy to think of anybody that's not Moe and Larry as being the third stooge because they were there for so long. Right. But um, he was actually there before Larry. All right. Um, so— he was there from 22 to 32, right before the Columbia years. I got you. And uh, he did make a return later on when Curly went downhill and replaced right. Curly. And so then it become again Mo, Larry, and Shimp from 46 to 55. So that was nine years there. Shoot, yeah. And um, that was between the Curly and the Curly Joe years. And uh, he also had a solo career so like when he left that first time he went on and did his own thing and so he's kind of reluctant to come back but i mean he loved his brothers man shimp had a solo man i didn't know shimp had a solo gig yeah he was big in japan was he really no i have no clue i love my shimp that's just kind of the old (laughs) rock and roll term like man they're big in japan oh really yeah i've never heard that before but he was kind of reluctant to come back because of his solo career but Man, he had some love for his brothers. He knew that they probably wasn't going to make it if he didn't come back. The Stooges would be over. Right. And so he come back for them, and he probably didn't plan on staying as long as he did, but he stayed until his death in 55. 55. Which was just three years after his brother, Curly, died. All right, all right. So, interesting fact about that. While he was there, while filming the movie Hold That Line... During Shimp years, Curly visited the set, and the director asked him to do a cameo appearance just for fun, and that is the only film that contains all four original Stooges all four. in one scene. Yeah. All right. That's cool. That's kind I've of never it. heard of that. That's one of those like cult facts or something. You know? So Shimp's dead, right? Yeah. And they still owed films to Columbia. Right. Contain Shimp. So they used a body double. Another Joe. Yeah. Palmer, known I mean, as. a lot of people named Joe back then. Joe. Hey, Joe. Uh, hey, Joe. Where are you Yo, going Joe. with that gun in your hand? I'm, I'm going to. So <laughs> more song references. If, if Hey, everybody, you, you will probably hear me make uh, just obscure song references. So and I've never been don't worry music, about it. so you'll, you'll hear me like. Like, huh? Uh, what? what? Uh, they'll, get, they'll get it. He's going down to shoot his old lady. All right, That's so another thing. Joe Palmer. Fake Joe. Fake Shemp. 
Yeah, they, they named it a fake shimp, and that's still the term today in show business for any time someone has to stand in for someone like so if they die or something and they need to finish the film. That's so they still funny. use that as that term fake shimp. Awesome, man. Well, hey, Keith, uh, I believe now it would be just about time to hear a word from our sponsors. Well, thank you so much, sponsor. Now, let's talk about the early years. Mo and Larry. All right, so they were pretty much solid mainstays, as we mentioned, and there isn't a ton of interesting facts about them, really. So I guess we could talk about uh, Ted Healy in the early years because he was a little interesting. All right, let's talk about Ted. So he started out as a vaudeville act, and if you want to check Ted out, you can uh, check our page with links to his YouTube videos and all that kind of good stuff. So it started out as a vaudeville act. Guys trying to sing, and the Stooges, his assistants, if you will, were constantly disrupting, as we said, goofing off, blah, 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 yelling, fussing, carrying on. And he'd and then smack them upside the head. He'd smack them upside the head. Say, stop that. Dead gummit. And then, Yeah, and they wouldn't stop. they just keep going. They had a hard head, I guess. Man, as Stooges will do. Right. So, um, anyway, the Stooges were very popular of that show. Ted Healy, not necessarily so much. You know? But, I Poor mean, it's Ted. always what the one. What to Ted? I know. Oh, oh, well, you know. He launched the Stooges. We anyway. might have to talk about old Ted. You might not like him as much when we talk about him. I, I kind of refer to him as Heathen Healy myself. But, Heathen Healy. So, he yeah. wasn't a good dude. Not really. But uh, he, got, he got real mad about... I bet he did. Because Fox decided to offer the Stooges a contract minus Healy. Okay. Yeah, and so, of course, he's not going to be real happy about that. I mean, he he felt like he was kind of the star of the show, you know. But um, people like the Stooges, man. They were really the stars of the show. He got real mad about it, and he tried to sue for copyright reasons. At one point, he even threatened to bomb any theater that hosted the Stooges. Man, he'd have Homeland Security on him now. Right. And eventually he was able to reconcile with the Stooges, and they did some more films. But Shemp was ne- wasn't really ever able to forgive so Shemp easily. Shemp wasn't so feeling it. That's why Man. he left the first time. Stingy, he dirty heathen. Yeah, he couldn't work he couldn't with heathen Healy. He couldn't do it. So that's when Curly came aboard, right? So Healy and the Stooges parted ways in 34. According to Moe's biography, it was partly due to Healy's alcoholism and abrasiveness. So, Keith... That's when they went to the famed Columbia label. Right. And interestingly, you know, Healy actually died under mysterious circumstances in 37. He was supposed to be going to celebrate the birth of his son. And uh, he got back. He had like black eye and, you know, cut under his eye and stuff like that. And apparently he had been in a nightclub and they think he might they they think he might have died from injuries from that nightclub. But it was said that he died from a heart attack. So it's kind of mysterious there, you know. Crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy. All right, so there was a little more drama amongst the Stooges. Drama, drama in the comedy, in the brother. comedy, man. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They were actually grossly underpaid. As so many were back in those days, from yeah. musicians to whatever. The label was raking in the dough, man. So the years that we were most familiar with, the Columbia years. Absolutely. They uh, There was a Columbia businessman named Harry Cohn. Right or as like we or as we like to call him, Dirty Harry, and uh, he would keep the Stooges in the dark about how popular they were, and he would coax them into taking whatever they could get, 
and signing one-year contracts because he he made them believe that they wasn't very popular and that's all they could get. Man, that dirty yeah. heathen. That's sounds like uh, a, a tough business guy, you know, just when I'm dirty, just trying to screw them out of their money. Man. Yeah, screwing them out of money. Yeah. All right, Keith. So tell me a little bit about some fun facts, maybe about the Stooges. All right, man. So like way back when it's original Columbia days, it has never stopped airing. It's still on the air today. Has constantly and consistently been on the air. Right. It's been on some channel somewhere consistently. That's awesome, dude. I was yeah. watching it like in the seventies. Yeah, that's neat. And it's actually they're they're setting up even a new market. The Indian television market's growing today, and they're fixing to open opened up in the Indian tele, television market. They're uh-huh. gonna they're gonna love it. As they should, as yeah. they should. So the original Vaudeville Act had several different names. Ted Healy and his three Southern gentlemen. What else you got? Ted Healy and his three lost souls. Ted Healy and his racketeers. And then Ted Healy and his three stooges, which is what stuck. So as we're talking about the three stooges, let me, let me just look back. So in my day and age... You know, all the stuff wasn't available online like it is today. You you couldn't just pop into YouTube and and uh, pull up the Three Stooges or pull up whatever cartoon you wanted. You know, Saturday morning was huge, man, because I knew some Justice League and some Hong Kong Fooey and some Scooby Doo and some Captain Planet. He's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. All right, remember that, man. Yeah, Keith, that sounds for me. So there you are, man. But on some station, I don't remember if it was TBS or whatever, man, I could always count on some little rascals and some stooges. Maybe in the afternoon after school, maybe I don't even remember exactly when it, when it would come on, but I right. just remember thinking these cats were hilarious. It was just so off the wall from my daily experience. I had never seen anything like these guys. Right. And see, my after school experience was Slater and Zach and the Saved by the Bell. Bless your heart. I know. That no. tells our age difference. A little, little bit of age bit. difference. Not too much. Not too Maybe much. a few years. You probably two, watched 12, it in college. You're like, I don't want anybody to know I'm watching it, but I'm watching Man. Save by the Bell. <laughs> Keith, you're not supposed to tell anybody that. <laughs> I've been hiding that secret all these years. But what I think what drew me to them was just that. You know, I heard that in some stuff I was listening to about music, where famous artists were talking about the musicians that really – influenced them that made them want to do this or that or they opened their expanded their parameters i mean there was just nothing like the stooges in 1970s alabama man that was just some far out stuff and was hilarious to me right see these guys getting knocked around and blown up of course they were fine it was almost like a live and in-person version of looney tunes or something the right. roadrunner going off the cliff and blowing up yeah and i read somewhere they really didn't receive the uh, critical the critics um praise until like the 80s i mean right so like they were they're doing well for themselves all them years without even having like the critics of praise and stuff exactly man but i mean it's just something about it like even though i didn't enjoy it that much when i watched it it's kind of like i couldn't peel my eyes away from it well that's what i was going to ask you man after all these years right the thing has aired consistently for what the last 70 years or however long 80 maybe even yeah, that's crazy so I just wonder what what is that big appeal to so many people, to so many generations, to so many different places. I what do you know. think it is, man? I don't know. I think that physicality has a lot to do with it yeah. because jokes and words those can be taken different different times and places. But you know, you but I don't know the bucket to the face. Yeah, I think we just like laughing at other people's pain, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, seriously, what YouTube videos are hot today? It's the ones where like people are getting hurt exactly. and stuff, you know. You know, like in in high school or something, we had this bus loop right with these big poles, and people would be walking through the the quad there at school, looking at a book, and then bam, head first into a pole. That's hilarious. And you just couldn't help but cracking up. Yeah, that's you know, a, you want to, or maybe if you're really compassionate, like we generally are, because of uh, working in the hospice field, you want to ask them if they're okay first. Oh my gosh, Keith, you just ran that pole. Are you okay? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, man. And then I crack up and after I'm, I'm sure that you're okay. Sometimes you're like trying to hold back that laugh until right. you're checking. <laughs> you got to check. You got to know they're okay. They didn't break right. something, or they're not bleeding profusely anyway. Right. I remember one time, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life was I was kicked back in an office chair, and uh, my buddy was too. And uh, I have to admit, we worked night shift, and I've been dozing just a little bit. A little bit, know, a little bit. I'm not going to let any, any of my bosses know you that. You can neither confirm nor deny I, that. I cannot confirm nor deny, but I can confirm that all of a sudden I heard a kablam, and I was like, what in the world? And I looked, and he was just flat on his back. That office chair came right out from under him. And I swear that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. There you go. If it's I hilarious. had that on videotape, I would be rich with we'd like put it on a YouTube, man. Views, yeah, yeah, I know. And I saw one. What was it? The um, on YouTube where they're shaking up soda bottles, yeah, and like slamming them down on the ground so they'll shoot up in the air real high. Except he slammed down his two liter bottle, bam, right to the ground, shot straight back up in his face, hey, and knocked right him over. Ahead. I've seen that. That's hilarious. That's, uh, that's kind of funny. One of my favorite commercials is when they're talking about the cell phone defense, and okay. the guy throws his cell phone <laughs> right in his face, and it's. <laughs> But folks, we you know we don't want to see anybody hurt or damaged. But that's the thing about the Stooges; it, it, they were nuts. It was a hilarious thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to show my son. I think he'll get a kick out of that. All right, man. Well, I think that about does it for the three Stooges. Well, all right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Flumadiddle. I'm gonna hand it over to Keith. Keith, where can they contact us at? Well, you can contact us at doyouflumadiddle at gmail dot com. Remember, that's one m, not two. Two is a dessert. So, exactly. And you also can uh, check us out on our Facebook page, and you can check out our website at doyouflumadiddle.com. And, uh, hey, I tell you what, please go to iTunes and give us please, a rating. Pretty please. And uh, give us a five-star. Five-star rating. Five-star. Like, if you don't like, like five-star it, Chinese if buffet. you don't like it, I will say, don't go to iTunes. Give us a rating. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. But if you do, give us a rating. And be on the lookout for some giveaways. We're going to have some T-shirts, maybe some coffee mugs and little doodads like that coming up. So please throw it in there for us and help us out here. We love y'all. God bless you. And again, we are Flumadiddle, your somewhat reliable source of information for most things. Peace out.